0: Hey, just want to thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast, but also just to warn you in advance, uh, we get pretty deep in this episode. We talk quite a bit about what God's done in our marriage and how we found freedom from some pretty serious topics. So if you're under 18, would you do me a favor and get permission from your parents to keep listening? Well, let's get into the episode.
1: What's up, hey, guys? Hey, hey, hey. oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> That's funny. We coordinated uh, that I joke. had something. Never mind. I won't do it now. I'll What'd do it later. Have? I'll do it another time. What'd you have? I was going to be like, yo, what's up, guys? Guess what? God is doing a new thing, and so are we. <laughs> so uh, we are uh, splitting up a little bit today. It's Which not- It's just us. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> anyway. We got a
1: joke for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, That might be another time, (laughs) but anyway, yeah. So we're splitting things up a little bit. Um, The girls are actually uh, recording a separate, separate episode. Um, Yes, we are splitting up. We're gonna do. um, We're gonna talk about our journey through and what happened with pornography, our recovery through it, and um, kind of where we are now. Mm -hmm. um, In hopes that whoever is listening can can, you know allow God to speak to them through it or if God can use it to help anybody in any way. Right. I mean, we'd like to kind of share it from two different
0: perspectives. Right. Um, and cause there's two parts to it, right? Yeah. There's, there's healing, there's confession, there's uh, things you got to set up in your own life. But then on the other side, which the girls will talk about, there's an intense amount of grace There's an intense amount of forgiveness. Um, There's your own set of flesh you have to work through as you walk through being the one Mm. going through it, right? And yeah, so we thought we'd split up. We can share kind of what it looked like on our end. How did that affect our families? Um, How did it affect our own life and our walk with God? And then to walk through um what it looked you know, like the for wives, them what what it looked like for them how they overcome it and hope so hopefully hopefully it's twofold right we're we're walking through the journey hopefully encouraging some guys in this episode mm-hmm. and and helping to build some faith of the women who hear it to uh to walk through that process whatever it looks like right yeah yeah absolutely and i so i mentioned to you i've been uh I'm nervous about this episode, yeah. Which we've which we've worked through. I think we've talked through enough, but I like to still share it, like it's like it's raw. I think. Um, I can think of countless people who decided to become experts in something to then have a failure in the in the realm they were becoming an expert in, right? And it's happened to a lot of people, right? Yeah, Dave Ramsey. His first round, he went bankrupt. After he's been teaching all these people how to become rich, he was doing it wrong first. Got to sell your truck. And then he got to sell your truck. And and then he became bankrupt, had to re refigure himself out. And then he started doing it again, same mission, because he still had a heart for it. Um, as a whole couple talked about the, the health of, I forget what their names are, but Haley followed them and, <laughs> A whole couple talked about how to have a healthy, happy marriage and all these other things. And um, and then come to find out the husband had an affair after they became, they do all these talk shows. They do all this other stuff. So um, it's no, it's a big task to start to say you're going to talk about it. And so I guess right off the bat.
1: It paints a target. Yeah, right? Yeah. It paints a target on our backs that says, all right, you think you're going to step up here and, and, and kind of try to be somebody that people can follow out of this? Right. Well, I'm going to take you down. And right. that's kind of what, what it kind of feels like I've, we've seen the devil do. Right. And I can, I can relate with you, Jay. I, I feel like I have, I have, have a similar fear mm. in that way, but I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. It's, it's a fear. And so as soon as I start to, I start to recognize that I have a fear,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't say it's always an attack. But, depending on the the realm that it's in, yeah. or depending on what area of my life it's in, I need to recognize, okay, I need to ask the, the ask the question at least, Is this an attack? right? Um, am I starting to make a decision based off of fear? Am right. I, am I being pushed toward any type of decision because of this fear? right? And then start to reevaluate and remember not pridefully, right, but humbly, who I am in Christ and who we are in christ right. and and just, the fact that the tr- the truth of it is is that that Jesus set us free from it. Right. That is the truth. Jesus died on the cross. Right. Cast our sin as far as the east is from the west. It is. It, it's a. It's a new day every day. Right. But it's. It's still. We live like Pastor Nate preached. We're living in God's reality. Right. And we need to, as Christians, set ourselves up to continue in that reality. Um, I feel like there's a lot of times where um, it's so easy to fall out of that reality mm. if you don't spend time with God, yeah. if you don't um, set up boundaries for right. your life and all of that. And, and so that's why, I mean, I guess we'll get to it at the end mm-hmm. of the podcast, but but the things we've set up and put, put in place in order for us to keep, in order for us to keep our heads Elevated our right. minds on things that are good, that are just,
0: that are right, that are holy. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and I think, I think too, just the, the acknowledgement and you brought it up and it makes, it makes sense. It's something we need to acknowledge that really it's, it's what Jesus did. His conviction, his, his what's worked in us. It's all been God along the way even this forgiveness from it and the fact that we're still used and we're still um, called into ministry, that we still have a family. All those things is from the grace of God. So we're not, so just like the whole thing, like we're not experts and we're never going to come across that way. And this whole podcast, right? It isn't a self-promotion of uh, which we talked about a fear of the podcast in general. It's not a self-promotion of, Oh, we are 10 steps ahead of you. Listen to us and we will will follow this process and and you're going to be as free as we are. No, right? This is this is a conversation between two friends
1: right that are trying to hold each other accountable, trying to keep each other in the race to endure, to continue. Right. And and you're along the journey with us. Yep. Um and and we pray for friendships like this for you. Um, yeah. and, and a kind of what to look for in friendships, mm. people that will keep you accountable, people that you are, you can talk to and, and not, a, a, and will recognize things in your life where you're, where maybe you're off and, and you have the ability between the both of you to be able to say, Hey, I feel like that's off in you. You need yeah. to check that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we both have that, like you've said it to me recently where it's like, you need to watch yourself on that. You sound (laughs) a little crazy. Yeah. Hey, this
0: one thing sounded, yeah. Yeah. So we go, we go back and forth for that quite a bit. And I just tell him he's wrong
1: all the time. All the time. And I am. I am. I am. But yeah, let's, uh, let's jump into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know when our, I mean, I know that there's always that statistic of people are, finding pornography earlier and earlier and all that kind of stuff. Mm, Yep. Um, I remember for me the first time that I encountered it. And now that I'm thinking about it with you, like I, I imagine, I I remember it being, I want to know what this is. Mm. Um, And I think it was simply the word strippers. Like I was like, what is that? Like, I, like as a kid, I was like, I know it's not good, but I but want to see it, and I it? want to know. Um, and I looked it up. I, I I went on Google or something like that. I must have watched a movie, and somebody said "stripper" or yeah. something to that effect, and it just piqued my interest enough to where it was like, I want to know what that's all about. Yeah. Um. And and that's kind of what it was. I went and I I found myself on a uh, on a computer, um, the family computer. Um, because that's what it was back then, right? Yeah, a computer in the middle of the. Well, yeah, it was. It was. We were in an old house. It was, it was in the birthing room, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird to say. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was nothing like that going on. It was a computer room, right? So, uh, but yeah, I looked it up, and immediately after I did it, I ran downstairs and told my dad, like, I was like, <laughs> Dad, I don't know why I did this, but I did this, and and he he just very calmly like was like, all right, so are you gonna do it again? And I said, No. And I'm like bawling my eyes out and all that kind of stuff. And um and but that that was my first uh mm. I guess taste of a pornographic image yeah that I can remember. Mm. Um and from there I guess it, I mean that's that's all that it needed. And so then it was mm. just like it was in my head and it was just a spark and I needed to see more Right. And I need to see, I want to see more. I want to, what is that? You know, like all that kind of right. stuff. I don't remember what age I was. I must've been eight or nine. Yeah. It would have been 11. I'm just throwing numbers um, out. Yeah.
0: We're the worst on the timelines, <laughs> on the years. Pastor Nate's always like,
1: well, in 2017, I did this. Right. And I was like, I wouldn't have remembered that. Yeah. Memory. I remember the first
0: time I stubbed my toe as yeah. a three-year-old. <laughs> I wish I had that memory of him. I do not.
1: <laughs> so what <laughs> about like you? I like
0: forgetting. So I... So even worse, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, I, we, and we shared our testimonies, which a big part of mine was an identity issue that was caused within, within my family. Yeah. I remember always having, always having this need to prove that I was attracted to women because of agendas pushed on me. Um, that I didn't want, so uh, I didn't want to grow up the way my family kept talking about that I may grow up, and so I was like, "I'm going to prove this here." And I don't think I knew that's what I was doing, but that's just where where it laid, and so it was a just an issue in my mind,
1: yeah,
0: an issue with people, and then and then finding that there's access to it digitally. I was that that was my next step
1: was. I remember the allure of access to anything. Yeah, I remember that, and it's just like it—that is crazy. Yeah, and, and I remember knowing that I could type anything into the internet browser, and, and it would it pop changed, up. Yeah. I'd 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 be able to find it. Yeah, why were there no safety checks?
0: <laughs> it was the beginning. <laughs> I, of the I guess it was. Yeah. It is, it, it is weird to think like, yeah, we were in that age, right? We were at the shift. Yeah. But, but so,
1: all that access was there. Right. And I feel like that was always the adrenaline rush was yep. for me. It was what else, what else can I see? Right. Um, yep. And what else can I type in? And, and I, you know, and then it's just like those types of things. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it, with, with it being unchecked and it's weird because I grew up a Christian. I yeah. knew it was wrong and I guess that's where the struggle came in, right? Like it came mm. in with I knew I knew what I was doing was wrong and I would always internally struggle
0: mm.
1: afterwards. Yeah. Um yeah. And and it was always like a man, why what the heck am I doing? Yeah. And and, and I just just it's a fight internally <laughs> all the time. And and you I mean I don't know how it was for you, you know, during the early stages of all of that. I just remember that allure and the fight and like the back and forth between who I knew God had made me to be and the struggle with my faith of, of being like, I'm a Christian. I know it. I love Jesus. I really do love Jesus, but I'm, I'm in this thing and I don't, I don't necessarily always want to be in this thing, but I'm in it because I keep going back to it and I need to figure out how to make it stop. Right and that took a long time yeah
0: yeah yeah i grew, i grew up not in a christian household um i had convictions of things that i saw were a problem right we talked about that that early on one of the reasons why you were like i need to be friends with this person is because i seemed to have a couple christian values in me that i had no reason to have right and there was like a yeah I, one of them was i didn't want to get drunk yeah, I never wanted to get drunk. I didn't even want to drink alcohol for and a long And you had time. your own
1: reason for it. You were yeah. like, I don't want to drink because
0: I don't even remember the reason, but I remember it had nothing to do with God. No, I've, ju- I've just seen family members lose it. Yeah. I, I saw, and I try and work through, I don't want to say relations. No, you're good. Right. I saw close family members cry because the alcohol bottle was empty because they can't go to sleep without it. And I remember just being like, I, I, don't, I don't want to do that. So when I saw a negative reaction, I think early on I was able to instill those things. But there was no check for that, right? And so I think my family was probably too ignorant to it is the only word I can think. Not innocent to it because I think you'd have to be crazy claim you don't know. I think there's a choice to be ignorant in it. If it's not your problem, then it's just your choice to stay ignorant. Yeah. But it, we really don't have that right anymore. Maybe when I was younger, but there were no boundaries in these things. We had um, cast parties that were co-ed sleepovers. We had, you know, all this of stuff. And, and they weren't like these yeah. crazy you know what I mean? Like that, it sounds those, crazier they do than sound they are. Bad. They were not that bad. <laughs> right. They weren't bad, but they, those are not, that's not a place you want to put your children. It's
1: an opportunity for something it's, bad it's to happen. It's an opportunity
0: for something bad to happen. And, and that's, that's not okay. And so if it's in those little things, it's, it's everywhere. We never saw a negative example of an unchecked sexuality. Mm-hmm. We never saw a negative repercussion. There were, um, there were different relationships throughout my family's marriage that, that were interesting, that were, that were kind of wrong that they were working through. And and that stuff that was like, I was too young to understand, but I understood, I knew yeah. what was going on and and trying to work through. And so there was this like, just thing happening in the background in my family's life, which, which I think will tie into what I think, my actions brought into my family and what i'm hoping to break out of it yeah, right and yeah. so i was born into a family that was stuck in a sexual sin and it was and it surrounded me and so so subliminally i don't know when it started yeah i struggled with it for a very long time and then i started you know i would i came to the faith and every milestone became a prayer that god would take it away Because all of a sudden now you you finally get convicted. You finally figure out like, oh, this is, this is not right. And I remember having to learn that this wasn't right. Yeah. I knew it wasn't right because it was embarrassing. I knew it wasn't right because it was awkward when my family had found, you know, browsing history. Yeah. But but those weren't. But then I had a new understanding of what was right and wrong in it, and trying to grow in that. And I had never had that growing up. Mm-hmm. Not excusing anything, obviously. This whole time we're talking, and every milestone, salvation, give my life to you. Immediate thought: God, take this away.
1: And that's where I. I that's a. I relate there too. Yeah, like that. It was always a God. When are you going to take this away from me? Right. God when are, when are you going to make this go away? Yeah. And I think that that's, a, that's that's something we should stop and talk about. Sure. Because I think we get stuck in this this place where we think it's God's job to fix this, right? He died on the cross. Yeah. He's the one that's supposed to You said I have healing. You said I right. have a wholeness. So God. take it. Yeah. Take it away. Right. But the problem is is that it's in it's it's in yeah. us and we're doing it to ourselves. Yep. And and he sets us free. It, it, so this, this has to do with with I think the lie that that started to build in me. Yep. Was how do I justify the fact that I'm a Christian and that I keep doing this? Yeah. That I know Jesus died for my sins. Right. But why am I back here? Right. Why do I keep
0: doing this? Um then you start to fill in your own theology a little yep, bit. Yeah. Right. You well, start yeah. to because I know that was something for you mm-hmm. was you started to take things maybe slightly differently in context. The flesh, yeah.
1: I started to start. I started to to think of that part of me as that's my flesh, and it makes its own decisions. Well, it makes its own. It, I was able to separate it
0: somehow. I, I knew. No, it, yeah, I think guys listening will understand this part. Yeah, I, I I fully believe that. I think if if girls are listening, it's a it's a hard thing to figure out. Yeah, but that's a justification. To live with yourself, right? That you have to start making, right?
1: Yeah, because I could still be a hundred percent. I love, I love this person. Yep. I love, like, I I love Jesus, but the Bible says my flesh is is there, and I'm fighting with it, and it's a war, and I'm always fighting my flesh, right? And I sure am, except <laughs> when I'm not, you yeah. know. And but like, it, but yeah, I mean that that's just that's the lie that started to build in me. Yeah. And and but that's that's the lie that Jesus set me free from. Yeah. Um, it did that. So you said you relate to the flesh situation. How did you live kind of with yourself? Did you, did, was it there's, the same process? There's, or? A, there's
0: a deep separation, a, a, a deep separation that, that turned into a hatred that turned into. Of yourself. Um, of myself. It turned into this, this hatred of the half of me, right? You mm-hmm. read, you read the you read Paul's scripture and you can relate to him why do I do what I don't want the to thorn do? thorn in your flesh and I or, don't want to do yeah. and I don't do what I want to do. Right. And you read that and you're like, Yeah, Paul justification. gets justification. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, not justification, but it's like he all right, he gets me. Yeah. Or you hear, Man, if it's happening to him, it's gonna to happen to me forever. Is this part of the life yeah. battle? And, and just to speak to that, I don't think that that has anything to do with
1: sexual sin. No. So, so it, it's not about that. I would imagine that that's, that has something to do with like, uh, oh, I really flew off the handle today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, like why do, why do I let myself get that far? Like, right. you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. It definitely doesn't have to do with sexual sin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, I, I think at a deep level, he's, re- he's resonating with the human side of us. Yeah, okay. Right? Because there is that because that's the battle that's happening that the enemy is trying to keep you in. Mm -hmm. That the enemy is trying to keep us in. Yeah. Right? Because that lie starts to form. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, you know, this is just your flesh. This is, you know, this is happening. And, and so I'm trying to think of kind of where, where I went with it. So you talked about a lie you believed. Mm Mm-hmm. That you started to say, my flesh is separate. Yeah, I'm not. In, I'm not in control of this. Yeah, I'll it do decides, my best, but God understands. Best, but, but God knows because it's it's my flesh. Um, my lie was similar, different root, right? Okay. And so I talked through. Um, I talked through how it looked for me as a young, as a young child, and so for me, what started to develop is you're not in control at all. Mm of what you turn out to be your best efforts are just your best efforts, but you are not in control. Mm. So I remember my mom and dad talking and I've talked to my mom about this and maybe my dad will listen to this podcast or yeah, we we'll still be love able you, to man. talk to him. And I still, I still love him. I have great memories with him. Mm. Um, but he, but he needs Jesus just like I did. Yeah. And I remember them talking about maybe he'll turn out, maybe he'll grow up and he'll turn out to be gay. And I said this in the testimony episode, yeah, but, but they yeah. had shared pretty much, well, we, will ne- we won't know. We'll just have to wait and find out. And I remember that sinking in so deeply with me. Yeah. And it was, I won't know. i just have to wait and find out. And I grew up in musical theater. I like to be goofy. I like to have fun. So I was flamboyant. I had people confirm that within me. They were surprised. I had a girlfriend. They were surprised. They, they, everyone thought, and I mean, as a result, I think people have a different version of me that they meet now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not as carefree as I used to be. I think there's a level of jokingness that I used to make that was funny that was just too flamboyant. And I felt like those comments were trying to affirm an identity that I didn't want to have. Yeah. And so I started to tone down and, and ultimately I think I'm, we can talk about it later, but I'm coming into just a new what a man is, yeah. what, a, what, what, a, yeah. what a godly man is and yeah. learning that. But that was the lie for me. You're not actually in control. And yeah. so every time I would fail to fight against these, these urges or these temptations, it was a confirmation mm. that I'm not in control. Yeah, And it just kept confirming it for me. Confirm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not in control. And um, I just kept going through that cycle. Right, um,
1: isn't it weird that um, that it comes across as control? I want to have control, but it turns out you're out of control. Yeah, right. Like, if for me it was, I want to have con- like like I know that a lot of like sometimes when when it would be something that I would I would kind of go after uh, like pornography if I would start looking it up or whatever, it would just be like it was a really crummy day really crummy day and i've got oh, some yeah. time alone and, and then the enemy
0: says like you, you know what you you've you, you deserve, deserve this, this. <laughs> it's a little self little yeah. self-care it's this idea of like yeah what the heck and you think back and you're like what the heck, yeah. what the heck? who the heck? how did how did i do this yeah and survive which right. i guess we'll we'll talk about how we didn't yeah for real um
1: but yeah but the control it it, yeah. it seems like uh, I need to get a little bit of control in my day. I really bombed that test. I yeah. I really screwed screwed this up. It's just a really crummy day. I got in a fight with my mom when I came in the house. I'm just I'm just going to my room and I'm gonna hang out. You yeah. know, and then and then it's like you're in that moment, and then that's where it kind of hits, where yeah. it's like, well, I can have this is controllable. Yeah. You know, and then and then spiritually, you're out of control. So maybe you're in control. In like the physical realm,
0: yeah, but spiritually sure. you're out of control. Which, yeah, f- think about—I uh, don't know when this is coming out in relation to what we're learning at our church, our our free series of Satan's economy. Mm. Yeah, you have freedom mm. to do this. Yeah, and this is a this is a freedom the enemy gives that takes so much. Because to me, the cycle that I see the enemy do. Mm. Is this promising hey like this is fine not a big deal this is be the last time it ever happens to you yeah um you fall into temptation and that same voice that was luring you in starts to say you pathetic you'll never get out of this you'll never get out of this why are you such a loser you're a liar you're, you're here shit. again you're you know mm-hmm. all this stuff look at you're here and just like Pummeling you down is the same voice, and so mm-hmm. it's this. It, it it is literally. Let me get you down this alleyway, and then I'm gonna mug you. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna beat uh, beat the snot out of you. Yeah. and I'm gonna mug you now.
1: And yeah, and then and then there's sometimes where it's where it's I'll let you get away for a little bit. Yeah, and then it's like, hey, remember when this last time we hung out? Yeah, you know.
0: And so there's this weird, this weird thing, and so. Guys listening to our second air like yeah 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 we get it. I get it <laughs> <laughs> Now so, how the heck did we get out of it <laughs> right, right and so I think let's let's And I'm trying not to be redundant because yeah. I shared a lot of this story which wasn't my testimony of knowing Christ yeah. but is the testimony of that I I feel like is that second layer of of surrender mm, It's yeah. the second layer of my whole life yeah. So as I mean, a confirmation,
1: I, if you're, if you're saved and you're going through this, it's not that you're not saved. Mm, right. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. there is a layer of, of surrender. Like you're talking about
0: that and freedom. Cause it's not about, yeah. I don't want people to think like, man, Yeah. I guess I'm just not giving it up even though I want to. No. And then that's crazy. Cause I remember freedom.
1: laying there, like laying there in bed and just thinking like, God, I don't want this. Yeah. yeah. Like Like, like, get it. Like, I just don't want it. So, like, why is it so that on, I still yeah, have on it on your knees? Yes. Um, and it's yeah, yeah, it's not like we didn't pray about it. It's not like I didn't pray. Try mm-hmm. to pray it away, and yeah, not, not that, yeah, <laughs> not like that. I tried to pray it away, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but try to pray it away, and like it doesn't go away, right? And the question is, why? First yeah. off, but then again, maybe the question isn't why. Maybe the question is uh, a little different than that. Maybe it's like, "What am I not doing?" Yeah. Is it still a secret? Is a good question. Mm, yep. Is it still a secret? Because if if it's hiding in the dark, yep, it's going to keep growing. It's yep. going to keep getting bigger. And 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 if there's any place that the devil works, it's in isolation. It's in the dark. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I just, <laughs> this is a random connection. So this is just no, to be fu- almost to be funny.
1: Go ahead.
0: I never made the connection that in Harry Potter, Devil's Snare grows in the dark, but shrinks in the light. Huh. You ever think about that? Oh, Devil, Devil's at? Snare. It's deadly fun, but it wilts in the sun.
1: No, Rod, no. <laughs> um,
0: anyway, yeah, it's uh, just the the deep level of yeah. of that. It is it is the plant that does a reverse yeah. Photos, uh, photosynthesis. It, yeah, interesting. It it, it breeds in the dark. Interesting. And so it's just way to go, J.K. Rowling. Wow.
1: And then right Not back to, a Christian. Anyway, and back then again. right back to Moses with the burning <laughs> bush, which is doing the opposite. Right. <laughs> it's in a fire, but it, the bush it is, is growing. Yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry. That's all right. Total random. <laughs> but it was just like wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool idea. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway,
1: so there's another part of us that needs to surrender. So what are we not doing? Yep. Right? What What's wrong? Is it still a secret? Yep. Right? Um, the other question is, do you have anybody to hold you accountable in yep. any way? And not, not just like see, I think we went through this for a little bit where it was like, we did tell each other, "Hey, halfway accountable, right? Right. Halfway accountable where it was like, we were, hey, "Hey, you still suck.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You still suck. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Worst. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong
1: with us? It was bad. But I mean, I think it was the fact that neither of us knew true freedom in it. Yeah. And so there was nothing for us to hold accountable to because it was like, uh, he's gonna screw up, and I am gonna screw up, right. and like I guess we'll just kind of we'll just be screw ups right. together, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead.
0: One, one thing that I just learned over the years with anything, and, and definitely with this thing included, a repeated problem, the solution is never to try harder. Mm. That's not that's not going to fix it, right? And so that's what I think we were stuck in for years. Yeah. The idea was, God, please take it away no no real answer from god okay i just got to try harder and the other thing is you don't want anybody to know about it
1: because because as christians nobody i don't want to tell anybody that that i'm struggling
0: with pornography because no one talks about it right no one talks about it but we we are in the country that is raised on this mm-hmm. raised on it and we are the generation that hit it the the most that that found it mm-hmm. that discovered that this is Free. The generations above us had to go to a hotel and pay an extra bill yeah. just to see anything, or go to to a
1: to a store
0: where to, you'd be seen buying, to a buying store it. where you could be caught. And our generation and lower, we have access to it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and can hide it so can easy. hide it so well. So so I think so. Let's talk a little bit about the freedom yeah. process, yeah, and how it finally unlocked, yeah. Um. So what what do we know? What were we trying that didn't work? Just recap. Yeah. What were we trying that didn't work? Praying it away. Praying it away. Um. Half half uh, accountability partners. Half accountability <laughs> partners. Like accountability that is not real accountability. Mm-hmm. Um. Just trying our hardest. Yeah. Tr- just saying I'm gonna try harder. That didn't work. Yeah. Um. There was one more thought. Um. That I had. Um. And I tried to work like I could earn it. I tried mm-hmm. to serve God like I could earn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just not doing enough for him. Yeah. And I started to get this false belief that the more I did, the higher in God's eyes I would be, mm. which I knew wasn't true. Yeah. But the higher, the higher it would be, um, the, and the, free, the freer I would get. Yeah. And, and all those things just, they fell flat. Yeah. Every time. And so there'd always be that little thing there that
1: was always like, I'm just going to go back into it eventually. Right. Cause maybe we've, we've, we've gone, we've lived it enough to where like, we've been able to stop it right. for a little bit, but we'd always just end up back there eventually. Yeah. Whether it's a year, two years, whatever it is. And then, then there's just this place of you're not safe anymore where yep. it's like, I'll never get two years again. Yeah. Or like, like it's not worth trying again for two years. Yeah. Like whatever that is. So like you find yourself there
0: too. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But absolutely. Anyway,
0: sorry. So no, no, no. That's good. Um, so, what was the shift for you? What started you on the process of true freedom? And just just talk through the story, when it and we can really came to light
1: mm-hmm. again. So I had spoken to my wife. She wasn't my wife at the time. I told her before we got married mm-hmm. that I had struggled with it. And... I don't want to say in both of our naivety, like like we both thought, okay, that's good enough. Like she thinks I'm done with it. And for the most part, I'm a hundred percent trying to be done with it, right? Like, yeah. right? like I don't want it. And I'm so done with it. I'm so done. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, So, so that's one thing that I started doing. And so yeah. then once marriage happened and we realized that it was still a problem because we were still at that point we had no real boundaries when it came to what we watched. Cause it was now not that we would watch pornography together, but it would be like, we'd watch a show and then have a sex scene in it or whatever. And it would just be like, there's no boundaries in in like as to what we watch yet. And so it was like, well, we're married, right? Like this is okay. So like, we would just close our eyes and not worry, but like not watch it. And so, like, so, but like that was in my home. And so now, now it's in my home. And now I kind of think I've got the ability to kind of watch whatever I want to watch because that's what I've been pumping into my family anyway. Right. And so I started watching, I, was, I think it was Game of Thrones, I yeah. remember. Um, and, and I just was full fledged into that for a bit. And, and, uh, and, and I think even outwardly, I would be like, yeah, Game of Thrones, totally don't watch Game of Thrones or whatever. But no, I don't even know if I was no. ever that fake. No, you talked about it. I talked about it because other people talked about it, right? And that was the thing, right? Like other Christians, you try to find a other Christians. A ton talked of Christians
0: about talked about it,
1: and so I would find Bad people news. that talked about it and 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 kind of be like, oh yeah, it was a sick episode. That was really cool, but nobody would ever talk about the pornography. Oh, it's a little booby, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like that's it. No, it's yeah, <laughs> it's porn. It's yeah. pornography. Yep. Um, and so then eventually, I think I don't know what exactly it was, but it ended up coming out to my wife and she doesn't remember either. Last time we had the conversation, she didn't Mm. remember, but it came out and it was like, wait, you still, you're still struggling with pornography. Yeah. And it was like, and and it was this whole thing. And I think, I think basically what happened was I found myself at work being so, um, I had just reached a peak internally of, I think I remember telling you this. I was, I remember something in me, Telling me no matter what you do, you will cheat on your wife.
0: Mm. I remember because you have no self-control and anything else. Yeah. I I remember being told that and it and it shook
1: me. And I started to call my like random pastors and be like, I just got told like I just like felt this really strong and it won't go away. Like it wasn't just one time. It was like Mm. it was like over a bit of time where it hit me and it was like no matter what you do you were going to cheat on your wife. Mm. And I remember that being so heavy that I that I I remember sitting in a car really late at night and just talking to somebody over and over and over about it and I was trying to figure it out um and and eventually it basically ended up coming out that um to Marie and to every and she kind of like I I don't think we we discussed it this was the first time we discussed it while we were married. Uh, but basically we we ended up going into counseling. Like she wasn't going to leave me per, like, like per se, but right. I would have gotten kicked out of the house if I didn't like switch it around. And so yeah. I came to this point where I was like, I had a son, I had Bobby. And it was like, I don't like, like just the reality of I might lose my family. And yeah. my wife was never going to leave me. She's, yeah. she's the absolute most committed woman. Yeah. Like she loves me. And I know she loves me with everything she is. And honestly, because of these moments, I know it even more so. Yeah, um, yeah And for sure. And, uh, and so basically, we went through counseling and, and the freedom. From, so, so that was the light, right? So it finally, it got to a point where it was so dark that it's I- It's
0: exposed.
1: Yes, it's exposed. Yeah. But I wasn't able to like, I was having a hard time driving down the road. And just like every, every woman that was on the road, I, I, I would have such a hard time with, it would be such a struggle not to, not to just look yeah you know and 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 it was like who's getting harmed,
0: yeah,
1: but I knew it was wrong, but yeah. I just there was it was something in me that just I had to look
0: mm.
1: and and uh, yeah, to the point where maybe even while I was an, on a date or something, I was afraid that maybe not that I would look when I was on a date, but that I'd be afraid that I was going to,
0: yeah,
1: and she might catch me or yeah. something to that effect yeah and and so anyway, i we went to counseling and and my wife was so hurt and and she'll you'll hear about it on the podcast next next week but but just how how the things that got me were the fact that that our relationship up to that point felt like nothing to her anymore because it wasn't yeah. real yeah. like like who who are you who yeah. who's the person that i know I thought you had this under control. Mm. You, you, you know, uh, you're a Christian. You're, the, you know, you're, you're, you're supposed to you know, get this all under control. Anyway, anyway but the thing that set the, the freedom part of it came in counseling. So it was in the light. And then there was truth added to it where I realized I was being lied to, the lie that we spoke mm. of before yep. of, of it's my flesh. Yep. And I realized somebody told me it was my fault. Like it's me. No, Rob, it's not your flesh that wants it. You want it. You need to recognize that you want it. I want it. I needed to tell myself, I want to watch pornography, which in turn means I am choosing Mm. to ruin my family. Mm. I am choosing to make my wife feel like she's trash, feel like she's not good enough, feel like, like, like she's worthless. Yeah. I have to, I'm, I'm choosing to make her feel like that. Yeah. So those are the things that hit me and drew me to the point where I was like, I can't, I will not do this anymore. Yeah. And then, and then it was the freedom. So once I realized that it was, it was me and I recognized, wait a minute, that doesn't mesh with my theology. Yeah. What do I believe? And then I thought about it and it was the flesh thing. And I was like, wait, the devil's been lying to me Or, or I was deceived by a way that I understood yeah. the scripture, yeah. to just sit in this. Yeah, you're telling me that all I need to do is <laughs> say no. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me that all I needed to do was just not do it. Right. Okay, I'm good.
0: <laughs> um, you definitely just <laughs> clipped. Sorry, that.
1: I peeked. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I realized that. That was the lie. And I remember in the Mm. counseling session, it was like a, it was a switch. Yeah. And I was like, no guys, no, you can stop talking now. I've, I've I'm good.
0: I remember you saying that.
1: I understand. I get it. (laughs) Counsel me no more. Yeah. No, I was like, I want to, I want to try out these new shoes. Like I was like, (laughs) let me out of this room. Right. Um, But it was, it was, it was that, that was what was, what set me free. Um, and that was my first as a Christian, Two years, two years into marriage, my first God's Jesus set me free moment. The truth yeah. set me free mm. moment, um, where I'd always been saved, but there was a part of me that was now understanding things in a different way, and freedom does come with a
0: different understanding. Yeah. So I mean, what about you? That's so good. So reverse order for me. Yeah. Reverse order, which I think is a little bit, um, just to just to bring hopes like what you shared was never the lie for me. I don't relate. (laughs) I don't relate to what you had to realize. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. That same problem, same sin, same addiction, totally different methods, Uh, not methods, totally different um, lies. Yeah. And so that wouldn't have worked for me. Um. It just wouldn't have worked because my lies, as I shared, like, which, which is so true, I think. um, And I want to talk through some stuff within counseling that, that I'm still learning about myself, learning retroactively what I was, what my brain was doing, what I was doing to myself and starting to understand, um, which we'll talk about. I think hopefully as we've been in it for a little bit. Sorry, I'm a talker. No, it's fine. We're going for it. But, um, my lie was I'm not in control of who I turn out to be, who I like, who I'm attracted to. I gotta keep proving it. I gotta keep proving it. Mm-hmm. And and then it turned into this coping mechanism, which is which is what I was um so throughout throughout counseling they, they called it um uh oh what was it? I I didn't realize the because I never like to like, I think a lot of people overemphasize the trauma they've been through, like all this stuff. But I went through a lot of trauma yeah. <laughs> through all my life within my family. Yeah. Um, and so as I was developing, I'm hitting these trauma points. Family members leaving, family members cheating on other family members. All these things are happening around me and I'm getting these small ounces of trauma. Mm-hmm. And so I started to develop bad coping mechanisms with it. And so that lie of you're not in control, oh, I'll show you I'm in control because I can choose to do this. Chaos happens around me. I'll show you I can control my surroundings because I can do this. And that's what kept pulling me back into the addiction. Mm. And then that same voice is like, so you're not in control because you didn't actually want to do that and you know all this other stuff. But the lie came for me is this proves my control. Um, this proves my control as i as I continue to do this, and it 's funny because it 's the same truth that 's working in me now, doing the opposite thing every time I would make that step i was it was like I was trying to confirm within myself the identity that i 'm in control of yeah no i 'm in control of this I am attracted to women i 'm in control of this, so I take a step towards that identity. And every time you take a step or an action towards that, it just confirms your identity a little bit more. But I was confirming the wrong one, the wrong identity. Scripts. Scripts, right? Yeah. Um, And so I worked through this realization that that's the lie the enemy was telling me. Like the the enemy's saying, prove you're in control. Prove you're in control. Hey, you feel really stressed. Prove you're in control. There are two areas for me eating, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm overweight, eating in pornography, prove you're in control right now. I started eating so rough when I lived by myself because no one would notice. Mm. Um, I couldn't go anywhere without buying something awful for you. Yeah, um, And I just would always with that, hey, prove you're in control, prove you're in control. And then that freedom came from, and I talked about, you. Sh- people should listen to the testimony episode because I don't yeah. want to just keep eating up time, but, but through the work of the Holy Spirit, I, I got taken back to that moment where the lie was born and, and the truth came within me. Yeah. You will not ever be in control because I'm in control and that's such good news for you. Praise God. <laughs> right? I'm in control and I remember that feeling and that is so good for you. Yeah. Um, And sorry, now. <laughs> no, you're good. It's a big moment in yeah. my life. Yeah. That hit. And so I'm trying to uh, keep it in. Uh, <laughs> So that hit. Truth was there, but I was still in the dark. And so part of me was holding on to it still mm. out of shame, out of, I didn't want people to find out. And so I knew the truth at this point. And I was trying, I was talking it out, I was working through it. But now the new life forming of if you, if you, anyone finds out, you lose your family, you lose mm-hmm. your wife, you lose your job, you lose yeah. your position as a worship leader, you, use, you lose all this. You will lose everything if they find out. And so a new lie starts to come into place. And then I just couldn't do it anymore because I knew God was calling me to do it. And so I just finally had to confess. Yeah. And so that scripture, confess your sins to each other so that you will be healed. Yeah. Um, that scripture is so true. And so one night I just came out, And told her and it was a rough night. We talked about it in the testimony story. So you can listen to that to kind of get the grip of that. And I think the hardest part was realizing, um, was really realizing that it wasn't the action that hurt. It's the, it's the the length of the lie. It was the lie and the length of the lie. Yeah. Um, Because the same thing was nothing. All these memories are wasted. Yeah. All these memories wasn't with you. Yeah. Is with someone else who was lying to me, you know, all this other stuff, which hurt. But my wife needed to get that out. Haley needed to say that. Mm-hmm. And I needed to be now the husband and say, that was terrible. That was terrible for you. And, and that was a hard, that was a really hard time. I had to listen to how awful I was and I had to confirm it to her,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not justify anything because there was no justifying. And so we couldn't work through that. But she needed her husband comfort her while her husband was the one who hurt her. Yep. I remember that for myself. Right. And so, and so this, this, we, we've talked about the process now, now, now it's out in the open. We found our lies that the enemy had for us, which were very different for us, Yeah, which were very different for us. And then now we needed to get it out in the open. We got it out in the open. Now the healing process hit. Counseling. Counseling. Counseling was very helpful. So we got counseling as well. I got counseling the day after. The morning when Haley woke up, I had a counselor for us. Yeah. Um, I saw too many friends inactive, lose their wife, lose their kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's not happening to me. So got a counselor. Um, I read a book uh, that, that the counselor recommended called... Uh, uh, winning the War in Your Not win, Winning the War in Your Mind. It, Battlefield, Battlefield of the Mind.
1: Of um, and... And it was—I don't even know that I read all of the book. <laughs> I remember reading part of it with my wife, like a few chapters in. But it was the recognize the the realization that I could control the thoughts yeah. in my mind. Yeah, that just because it pops up doesn't mean it needs to stay there. If something pops up in your mind, you can choose to throw it out and think of something else. Yeah, it's a battlefield. And you choose what goes into your mind and what stays in your mind. So all those times that, that you choose to mull over something that you probably shouldn't mull over, um, that's on you. Yeah. But it's not on you until you start to mull over mm. it and start thinking about it. So like thoughts pop into your head all the time. Yeah. Um, but- it's just a matter of being like, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. You don't want that. I, that is not mine. I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> that's not my kid. <laughs> right. But like, yeah, like it's a battlefield and yeah. you have the choice. Yeah. That was a huge, huge tool that I realized that's how I guard my heart. That's the, that's the beginning of how I guard my heart. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it became, all right, in order for me to guard my mind and to guard my heart, I need to make sure that I'm putting positive things in me. What am mm. I listening to and what am I watching? I need to make sure that this is for my family now. Yeah. What am I watching and what am I listening to? Mm. Am I putting good stuff in me in the morning so that when I am with my family, they know, am I, am I praying so that that when I get home, I'm the dad that... that I'm called to be, mm. um, and so for my family, I made the decision to to change my 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 personal like life with Jesus, like yeah. as in like like my time with Him. It was intentionally worship music or Psalms or yeah. or something in the morning while I'm driving to work. I'm I'm putting good things, yeah. the truth into me, yep. So that when I when I breathe out, it's truth that comes yeah, out. To so me. good. Um. Because it's so dangerous to fill yourself with other things and expect and expect yourself to just be able to handle life as it comes. Yeah. Like that's that's a lie in itself. That's why we pray. It's not just because, well, the Bible tells you to pray. Yeah. No, you pray because it's life or freaking death, man. Like it's life or death for you and your family. Yeah. And that it's scary how life and death it is sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and you can recognize when when if you don't spend that time in the morning or you or you have an off morning or whatever and you don't find that place with God, you're off, yeah um, and so if there's any encouragement, like just find Jesus every day, yeah, he's there, he's always there, so I say find Jesus, and that makes it seem like he's hiding, yeah, he's not hiding right, usually it's us that needs to get out of the way in some sort of prideful yeah. or or but, selfish way
0: but, but one thing i'd worry I'd worry about in that is that still falls in line of our attempt. Uh, seeking. Yeah, yeah. Our attempt to try harder enough. Try harder. Yeah. So I, I'd worry that people would fall into that trap. Okay. With that Let's because, talk because that. I have felt that. Well, I, uh, there's, I wanted to talk because we are running low on time. There's yeah, two yeah. things I want to talk about. Sure, cool. What the process is going to look like for people who go through this yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. At least I have just a couple more things that I didn't realize was going to happen okay that i i would have liked to be prepared for and then and then some practical things of what we're what we're living right now what we're working on right now okay to learn through it yeah, is yeah. that fair yeah absolutely one thing that i didn't realize as that freedom came one you were right what are we bringing into our family so i'm struggling with this issue right secretly mm-hmm. at the same time my wife is Struggling with an identity issue mm. with an issue of not being attractive enough with no real conversation of why she 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 sees herself not even as I see her, she sees herself as 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 lesser than as potentially ugly as just completely unattractive mm. um, and I believe even though we never talked about it that's Spirit that I was allowing into the home yeah. was was breeding in my family, was working in my family. And so you can justify it's not hurting anyone. It's just, you know, me. I'm trying to get out it, but out of it, but at least it's not hurting anyone. So that's just not true. She's stuck in something yeah. that I put her in. And what's worse is defenselessly, she can't figure out how to get out of it. Or why it's there. Or why it's there. And she's trying to work through and she has no way to process yeah. through it, right? Yeah. And so I didn't even realize that until we started to get the freedom and realized she hadn't had those thoughts, those attacks yeah. Um, after the freedom happened. The other thing that was the hardest part is every ounce of the guilt, the shame, the weight that this sin put on me, when you vomit out that truth, Mm-hmm. And it gets out, you put all of that weight, all of those years directly onto your wife. Yeah. And they have to process every night we cried, praying God would take it away, all those nights in oh, one moment. Man. Oh, all man. those moments that we were like, God take it away. I don't want to be here. All but, but you're you, relieved. And we're free. Yeah. We've <laughs> never felt I, I've never felt like this in my life. Yeah and then i realize the weight that's in her eyes yeah, was cool. the weight that was in my eyes mm. the the sadness in her smile was what was in mine
1: yeah
0: everyone's commenting unknowing what's going on in our life man you should, you just seem so different. free right yeah, now you yeah. seem so different like i see so much in you but my wife is carrying everything that i put through yeah and so that was hard and I think that was part of like the fear of not wanting to tell her. Yeah. But I I guess the, the truth of it is, is the longer you wait, the more years you're going to stack onto that weight. Yeah. So you can't wait any longer. Yeah. Because you owe it to your wife. It has to happen. There's Sadly, never a good time. At this point, it has to happen. There's never a perfect time. Yeah. And so you have to decide now or do i stack another 10 years of debt into this confession yeah and that's just what had happened what continuously would happen as i kept wrestling through things i'd i'd share more i'd work through more and i'd feel freer because something finally got loosened but now she's got to process the amount that i was processing yeah and i wasn't ready for that but i'm i don't i think that would have made it harder to tell her to know that mm-hmm. But I think if someone's listening and they hear that and they're like, "Oh, well, there's why I don't want to tell her," it's going to incrementally be worse and worse. I, I, sw- I swear by it. Mm. It's going to be incrementally worse and worse. The amount of of weight you dump onto your wife yeah. when you finally confess.
1: And that and and you kind of touched on it before, but like you remember, I personally remember having it all out. And then having her Marie just be broken, yeah, and knowing that she needs me, but me not knowing how to be there for yep. her anymore because I'm the one that did it, and right. so in my mind I'm thinking I'm gonna go near her and she's gonna push me away,
0: yeah,
1: um, or or just whatever, like yep. she doesn't want me near her right yep. now, but in all in all reality all she really wants is for me with a genuine heart to be there yeah, and to hold her yep. through it and be like, and to confidently say, this is gonna This is not, this is not a thing anymore. This is going to change. Yeah, And to be serious and, and to not have it come back. Yeah. Um, like, like you will never feel like this again. Yeah. Um, and, and if you can get to that point where you can say confidently, mm. this is not going to happen again. Yeah. Um, it's not just tell them what they want to hear. You need to be there in your heart. right? Um, and I don't know, this kind of brings me back to, or brings us kind of full circle to, what do we do now that we've been freed from it? Right. What are the practical things we do? Yeah. And how do we make sure that it doesn't turn into, like what I just talked about before, how do we make sure it doesn't turn into, um, I, I just got to work harder and make sure that it goes away. Right. The, the works yeah. situation.
0: Yeah, I think one practical is um, whatever you've just put her through that you say you're never going to do again, that doesn't mean you're never going to tell her again. Right? Mm. Um, We have to to make that commitment now. The unhidden life is the life we're going to live. So if I uh, have a failure, my wife's going to know as soon as, As I can tell her, mm-hmm. and I mean, as soon as I can tell her, as in, as soon as I see her, as soon as maybe the kids aren't around that we can talk, yeah. we're going to talk about it. Why? That's going to one let her know where you're at. That will fill her with confidence that there's truth still in you as you continue to go. And also, you want no compound weight to dump on your wife. One year compounded on is going to break them again. Mm-hmm. An hour five minutes away from it, it's still going to hurt. Still will hurt. But you're not compounding. You're not compounding all of
1: this weight. And it, so it also gives you the option to now, now it's in the light again. You don't give it the chance to be in the dark. Right. And then it's, all right, what do I do to fix it? Right. What do I do to change it? Yeah.
0: And, and now you can shift a little bit. To, so this is what's happening within counseling with me is you don't, you, you now it's out. All right. You don't have to try and figure it out in secret. And now you need to shift from why do I do this to what happened today to get me here? What happened today? And you can work. Imagine this. This is what's happening in our life. You can work with your spouse to figure out what happened today. Mm. And you can work in you. There's so much wisdom when I get anxiety again and I get fearful, like, am I anxious because I'm messing up somewhere mm-hmm. and I'm able to tell my wife, I got, I just got that anxiousness again that I had when I was hiding this from you, but I'm not anxious. I'm not hiding it. I, you know, I'm not working through and The wisdom of my wife just saying, what else is happening? What else is happening in you? I don't know. I think I have an insecurity. That I'm not good enough in this other area. Mm. And now she's talking through what ha- What's happened today that's put you mm. in this space? And there's this this teamwork now yeah. that exists within us yeah. that I think I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think now it's the unhidden life. Once it's exposed, you got to keep exposing it. It's gonna suck. Yeah. But you have to keep exposing it because you have, and you have to keep working on it. One thing that Haley said to me that was so healing was, "It's not us against each other ever." Mm. Mm. Anymore, it's us against the world. It's us against the enemy. Yeah, Um, and we're committing this to each other, right? Yeah, and that was big for her to, for her to say. Yeah, you know, and that
1: brings up the point of it being a heart issue, right? Like, yeah, like it's a good every problem, right? Yeah, but like it can, you can put all the all the blocks on your phone. You yeah. can put all the stuff on your on your computer that, that stops you from that, that makes sure that like you can't get to different sites. But the reality is if you want it, you're going to get it somehow. Yeah. And the problem is, is that we want it. So if we want it. Yeah. There's a part in us that we need to fix somewhere yeah. that Jesus needs to step in. Not, not Jesus needs to step in and just do it himself. But like the idea is, is you need to let something go. You yeah. need to recognize it, realize why do I want it? Yeah. And, 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 and allow Jesus to step in and be the source of right. the, like that, that
0: satisfaction and
1: like to take care yeah. of that,
0: which can only happen with everything exposed, right? Can't do heart surgery while you're still closed up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You gotta, it's gotta be open. You yeah. gotta see it. You gotta work through it. Yeah. Um, so that cons, I think that constant exposure is a big deal. Yeah. I think that's one of the bigger ones. And then there's obviously boundaries boundaries yeah you put boundaries up
1: for for your family yep. you put boundaries up for yourself um whether it's hey i don't take my phone into the bathroom or um or i mean i don't even know uh what's uh, what's another one some boundaries that we've set up or, or I mean, even what we watch definitely 100% what we watch what
0: we watch we don't want any inkling of
1: that not going to not going to if if i've Um, if we're all hanging out or whatever, and you know, we're all gathering in one place. I remember with, uh, with Dan, with Dan Reed, Hey buddy. Um, I remember I showed up to, to a house and just his wife was inside, but I had been asked to run inside and go grab something or to, to take care of something. I called up Dan and I was like, Hey man, just want you to know I'm at
0: Jeremy's (laughs) house
1: with your wife. I'm, I'm going to hang out on the porch, (laughs) you know, like just, you know, but just like setting up boundaries, even amongst friends. Yeah where you're just like, hey, I love you and I'm going to protect your marriage just as much as I hope you're going to, you, you respect me and yeah. will re- protect my marriage. Yep. Like it, it's a, it's boundaries amongst
0: friends and amongst, and for each other. Yep. Um. Now, yeah. Now that being said, at every stage of this, if your heart's not in it, your heart's not in it. Yeah. Um. That's the truth. <laughs> scripture talks through, Um. the truth. Um, if, if, when when you fast, put oil on your put oil on your skin. Yeah, don't let anyone see you're fasting. Yep, because this is something between you and God. This is something you're working with with the Father. If you fast and make it obvious you're fasting, you, you've received your reward. There's your reward. It's done. Right. Same thing. If you set up boundaries and let everyone know mm. your holy boundaries. Yeah. You've gotten the reward out of your boundaries. Yeah. The boundaries have nothing to do with the problem. Yeah. You've gotten your reward. You've proven you're holy. You've proven you're spiritual.
1: Mm.
0: But that's not what the boundary is about. The boundary is a heart check. Yeah. Always, it's a heart check on you. Yeah. And so you can preach boundaries, 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 all you want, but it's it's not about the boundaries. Um, it is a heart piece. Um. Just I just like to work through like we can play games with ourselves sometimes and yeah. we can pretend and I've have just seen it too much. Um you but, rely but it's on... still important. You still need boundaries. You can't be stupid.
1: Yeah, it, it becomes an insight. You get lost in the the easy way, right? Yeah. So the easy way is to put up a boundary and then just like turn off your brain and just be like, oh, there's the boundary. You're not going to do it, right. you know. But that doesn't. Then you're not checking your heart. Right. Then you're not checking to see you what, know, like Yeah. Beforehand. What a
0: boundary does by setting up these boundaries, by setting up these blockers, yeah. All of these things, it's doing one thing. It's it's just making it harder. And it's giving yourself a little extra time to check your heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's giving
0: yourself just a little extra moment that's the purpose to check your heart. That's the only thing it's doing. Yeah. It's a red flag, right? <sighs> it's a red flag for you. To, to help you see it. And so there are so many ways that you can and, and ways that things can get ruined. And so um, I think they're really important, but that's not the work that needs to be done. Right. The it's, work that needs to be done is in your heart, which I think is a whole other episode that I want to talk about. Uh, spiritually guiding ourselves, I think is an important episode, which okay. we should talk about yeah. in a future one because we're already at an hour. Yeah. Um. So let's finish this, but sure. I think we should write down just an idea for a future episode sure. that, yeah. that I want to talk about what spiritually guiding ourselves mm-hmm. is like and caring for ourselves. Not like the world says we care for ourselves, but how do we, how do we deal with the inside of us? Yeah, that's a good idea. Cause I think that's just something that we need to work on, but those yeah. boundaries, that's what they do. And then I think you've talked about it. What are we putting inside of us mm. that, that, Changes. Can you talk me through what your red flag was, real quick about about
1: the about trying to trying to make sure you find Jesus in the morning? Because I, I I resonate with it because I th- I know you're right, but mm-hmm. like it's the idea of works over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's going to save me. Or, oh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I don't want people to feel like is that i um I'm still stuck in this, even though I'm trying. Um, I just got to keep trying harder, but I think there's still, there's steps in every way. Mm-hmm. I don't think those moments are going to be good for anyone till the lie is found out mm. and the truth and the, and the light is in. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. those are pivotal. Then we have let ourselves open to the Holy spirit working in us a little bit more mm. because up until then we're like a, a patient that, that won't get dressed in the stupid, hospital gown. We're just like, no, check my heartbeat. And we ha- and we're holding our coat closed. We're like, what are you doing? Check my heartbeat. And they're like, you have six layers on, sir. <laughs> check my heartbeat. And it's like, no, <laughs> you need to surrender first. And so yeah. there's a level of like, I am just going to read my Bible more. If I get more in me, yeah. then more will come. No, yeah, it's, no. The, it's the lie and the light. Yeah, Those need to be addressed. And after that, then your time with God, and I swear, then your time with God changes. Yeah. So dramatically.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I I just, that was my red flag of like, yeah. if you're still stuck in it, devotional time in the morning is not going to fix it. You're right. You know, yeah, you're right. Um. Yes, that scripture could help you reveal the lie. And don't and stop reading and scripture. There's, yeah, <laughs> and there's work in it, right? Yeah. And you could find the lie that the enemy has within the scripture. Yeah. But You've got to read the scripture with that heart. You have to start praying. God, reveal the lies of the enemy that's in me through your word, Yeah. and go in it like that. Not God, get this word inside me so I stop sinning. Yeah, because you're that's a genie. Yeah, not no. God. <laughs> and and we've got to we've exactly.
1: Gotta the and me. then afterwards, it turns into you're renewing your mind. Yeah, you're replacing the bad thoughts with 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 good,, yes. and you're making sure that there's only good going into your mind, yeah, um and not just good, truth. you yep. want truth. And I had to make that I think the book that I read said positive. You want to put positive stuff in you, positive, positive. you want to put truth in you. yes, you want to make sure that you're filling yourself up with truth so yep. that if the devil tries to sneak in a lie, it's a, it, you see it right away right. Um, because it doesn't line up with everything you've been putting in right. You. Um, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I think there's a level of that. And so for us, let's just talk about all the things where we have, which we're bringing up. We have boundaries. Um, we work through, you know, if, if, even if I'm home alone, the kids are down, my wife knows what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got some stuff with my, my side business. I'm going to work on just so you know. Um, that's just something that we always dialogue about. Hey, what's your plans today? Mm-hmm. And to work through that. Um, and then more recently, I've been really trying to pursue, like we talked about this this journey in with with God and this time with Scripture. And so for me, it was I want to one hundred percent opt out of temptation here, so that. I can pursue God in the morning. Mm. So this is just for me. This yeah. isn't for everyone, but it's what I'm working through right now. I wake up automatically tired, not ready for the day. And honestly, things, things have been changing quite a bit for me from doing this. I wake up before anyone else in the home. I have my coffee maker already making coffee. You know, I try and set it up to where I'm, I'm treating myself to this moment that mm. I want to have. So the night before, I clean the the area. I set my Bible out. I put a pen on it. Put my coffee under. You just delay brew. I'm like, I'm going for this. Yeah. My alarm wakes me up. I I shut off the alarm. My phone stays plugged in. My watch stays plugged in. My computer stays in my bag, and I walk out. My coffee's brewed. My Bible's on the table, and it's like a here we go. (laughs) Like this is this is the moment I need. Yeah. Uh, I get my coffee, I open it up and I just circle things that stand out right on the side and, and work through. And this is a new process for me. I probably won't be doing it in a year. I'll find another way that I like to interact with God's word. But, but this is just something that's happening with me. The difference in my day, <laughs> dude, we talked about before, right? I called you. It was just like, the me you spoke to <laughs> on my way to the coffee shop <laughs> and the me that's happening right now after the coffee shop I could, are two different people. I could hear you skipping down the road
1: <laughs> when you called the second time. Yeah, like <laughs>
0: there's this like, oh my gosh, I, I found the joy of the Lord Yeah, from this. He set you up. I found the joy of the Lord and that's my strength for the day. Yeah. Um, so obviously, again, this is after the lie has been found and the truth came out. But now I have joy in reading scripture, yeah, which I've never had in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's great. and I'm working through this idea and working through all this thing, and it's it's crazy and it's and it's exciting and fun, and so I'm finding that to strengthen me even more. And what's great is, um, I'm I'm predeciding with my wife how the morning's going to go and how everything's going to look. And I'm removing the options really early. And I'm pre deciding what's gonna happen. Which I feel like you do in a similar way. Like your Yeah, mine seems way more
1: untamed. like untamed <laughs> just because it tends to be I have to get out of my house first. So even right now, when I wake up in the morning, I you know, my alarm goes off. I look at my phone and I like I go to press Facebook and I'm like no, not yet. <laughs> and so like, so then I like, I put my phone back down Yeah. And, you know, I'll get ready to go to work and I'll, I'll finally make it to the car after going to the kitchen and taking the trash out and doing the whole nine yards, yep. but finally make it to the car and then I'll throw on either, depending on the, on the day, yep. depending on how I'm feeling, it's either worship or it's, or it's uh like a like the Psalms or something like that or like uh or just a scripture from the Bible or a podcast that that I know is is like uh just a meditation on yeah uh, like behind the sermon, meditation on on this on mm. on the sermon from Sunday or yeah. um something to that effect where I'm I'm listening uh, and I'm just getting good truth in yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm starting my mind, getting my mind into the into the rhythm, into the morning. And and thinking about all right, what what what's going to happen today? What what is what is God going to teach me today? What should, what am I going to be thinking about today? You know, like mm. it, it's just a, um, just a constant getting good good yeah. truth in me. Yep. Whether it, whether it's through just getting my heart right during worship, or or um or just putting truth in me from scripture. Um, but even while I'm driving, it's I never really get to sit down and read my Bible. It, it's usually audio Bible. Or, yeah streetlights Bible on Spotify, um, where I get it wrapped to me. Um, love it. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I know. It's pretty (laughs) great.
0: Cause in the beginning was the word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I like that. I just, again, I'm, I'm hitting a stage. The more and more time I have in the freedom where I just, I just want to walk in the freedom. I want to live in this dang freedom because I don't like the fear that I might fall.
1: Mm.
0: So I need to make it harder and harder to fall. I need to make it easier and easier to walk in the freedom that God's given me. And so I know I have time where it's dedicated. There's no option for anything else. I've set everything up. My wife knows that this is what I want to do supportive of it that's like a new thing of like i just want to keep walking in this freedom and i and i just want it to trickle to everything because that's the the big thing right is this isn't the forever topic the forever avoidance and if we're not careful um this becomes the sole thing we focus on and we're completely ignoring the pride we have in our back pocket Mm. and but i have freedom from the biggest thing that i've ever had i want god to just keep digging yeah Keep digging out of me.
1: Something that kind of hit me a little bit right there while you were talking was um, it's at least, it's good. It's a good thing. It's the, it's the part of it that is what happens if you're not in control one morning? Mm. What happens if that's off? Are are we so, yeah. able to right. correct it in any way? Are we able to make sure we still get that or, or does it have to be perfect? You know, yeah and so then so it just brings back to memory the ephesians for like the tottering back and forth back mm. you know like not saying you're not a mature christian in any way yeah, i'm no, just I'm saying so- like you want to be careful not to me too rely on the the morning being exactly the way you need it. Right. Because for me, it would happen like that. And then on weekends, so I know what I'm doing throughout the week. Cause yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. getting in a car yep. I'm listening to my stuff. And then when I get there, I'm going to keep listening to my stuff. <laughs> yeah. But on the weekends I'm home and the kids wake up and then I'm like, alright I gotta go make breakfast. Right. And then I'm frustrated. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't spend any time listening to
0: anything good. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know, so I know for me, it's a little bit why this rhythm is in for me. Yeah. Is same thing. Days off. I was a worse dad than when I had to go to work. Yeah. Days off. Haley would be like, why are you so grumpy? Why are you so miserable? Granted, I still have those days for sure. Yeah. But I realized like, oh yeah, there's things I can do when I work. There's time I have with God when I work Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that I don't get at home. And so I need this. And so there's a little bit of, it's a little bit of everything. I, 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 for me, I'm working through. It's not a control thing anymore. Yeah. I'm not in control. God's in control. I want to, I want to tap into what He has for me. So, what's the effort that I can do for that? Yeah, that's good. And, and the control I have is in the little things. I mm-hmm. set up my coffee. I laid my Bible out. Yeah. I put my pen there. Yeah. That's my control. Yeah. And, but even that to still enforce, like, no, nah, it's not. I'm not in control of this need God to work within me and yeah. find everything. So, I mean, uh, that's our journey, right? That's mm-hmm. where we're at. That's, that's where we're currently striving. I think there's plenty for us to learn and to work in. Um, And what I love is that there's still layers that God wants to work on within each of us.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And there's still things I want to learn that aren't of God that I can get rid of. Yeah. And And we've just worked through those things.
1: Yeah. Like, like you said earlier, like we, we've not, we haven't arrived. Right. We're still struggling through things. Not, not maybe not pornography right now, but like, we're still trying to figure out why, why do I feel so anxious right now? Or why, why am I having such a crummy day? Yeah, Why did I snap that way? Like, why did I, why did I, why did I get so angry at that person or my wife or my boss or my kid? Right. You know, like, like, hundred percent not perfect <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But it's um it, it's just it's different walking walking with Christ with that in the light because that's not overshadowing mm. every other little thing that's wrong with us. Now it's yeah. just now we walk through life and it's like just keeping our hearts straight. It's one day at a time right. and it's just checking checking your heart, making sure it's pure making sure that I'm not having any selfish motives that I'm not being jealous of anybody that I'm not, yeah. you know, whatever it is back and forth. It's just, is, is my heart pure? Yeah. You know? And, and it's, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to walk with God Yeah, and not have that be between us where it's like, I remember now, every time I would talk to God, um, it would be, God, I'm, sorry I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, like just trying to get back to a place where yeah. we're good again. Um, I mean, whoever's listening, if you're struggling with this, please contact one of us. Like if you don't know us, then reach out through Facebook or something. But like if you're struggling and you want help or you want to talk to somebody about it, we're both available. Like we, I think before we were worried about, you know, like this devil's going to put a target on our backs, but I think just no pride in us, no pride, no selfishness. We're just a couple of guys that are looking to help people, yeah, um, and help each other. Yeah. So please, please message us and yeah, reach uh, out. Um, we pray that this helps you guys. We pray yeah. that it helps somebody. That if anything stuck out, if maybe your lie is different, yeah, I think it'd be cool for you to message us and be like, "Hey, this is this is the lie that I went through."
0: Yeah. or I have no idea what lie. Yeah, because that's a process that really only only God and the Holy Spirit can work out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think we want to walk through it. We don't want to walk through it as your experts. No, Yo, not at all. Um, we we want to walk through it as, um, hey, we're figuring this out
1: too. You know what was cool about it? Just, I mean, and that's just to finish it off, but like we were helpful to each other, but God was the expert in both of our situations. Yeah. Like the Spirit of God is what what set us free. The mm-hmm. Spirit of God is what revealed the truth. Yeah. Spirit of God is is who was with us every step of the way. Yeah. And so so, so we didn't rely on any one person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Spirit of God orchestrated the people in our lives to get us to where we are. Yeah. So good. And yeah, if there's anybody you can trust, <laughs> it's God. One hundred percent. He's the expert so, in it.
0: Yeah. So next week, next week our, our wives, they're in another room right now recording their podcast of this, their journey through it, what they've learned, what they've walked through. So not next week, but the next episode that comes out after this is going to be their journey in it. Yeah. And then we'll all be back together.
1: And we'll kind of do a, a like a talk through what we've learned right. over the with the and, two podcasts, and they're
0: not in the doorway staring at us. No, so they're they might still be going. So and they started like five minutes before <laughs> us, so we could be waiting <laughs> a half an hour. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we're yeah. doing a two parter each. We'll but. be playing patty
1: cake outside their door. <laughs> um, but anyway, perfect. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks you for listening, guys. Shout outs. Shout outs. Who do we think is still going to listen? I know Dan Reed is there. I know Dan Reed's there. God live. God live. Yes. Uh, Matt Daly's a new new one who keeps messaging me. What up, bro? Uh, Uh, Emily Haley,
1: you messaged us this week. Emily Haley. Sorry about that whole entire podcast about pornography. (laughs) But thanks for listening. (laughs) Sorry you had to listen (laughs) to (laughs) that. Just to get a shout out.
0: Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah. Anybody Um, else we missed? I'm trying to think. Who else? No, not recently. That's gonna be like Pastor Nate. Yeah, here's for, here, here's to open. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's open. <laughs> um, no, I mean I I know I know. Benai had listened to an episode. Um, Thanks I, for
1: watching your kids tonight.
0: I, hey, we're Ooh. recording this because Benai is amazing. Let's dedicate this episode to Benaiah, <laughs> You're amazing. No. All right, guys. Take love you.